is the year of return. We are observing 400 years since the first slaves left the shores of the Gold Coast. On this episode, we discuss the effects of the return and how it could possibly drive patriotism in our country. My name is Michael Yevu, and this is the Let's See You Live show. Okay, so since we are going to discuss about the effects of the year of return and the, its possible drive to patriotism, I think we need to define what patriotism is. So it's simply the love and devotion to one's country. Currently in the world, there is this move from this globalized ideology into a more patriotic, or let me say nationalist ideology that people are saying especially when Donald Trump was made president. People said, because he ran with it, he ran with making America great. He ran with protecting America and America for Americans and making it great again. And people voted, like 63 million people voted for that. So it was, it was, it was people, we keep, or let me say, there's been a wake-up call to some of us that maybe the world wants to move towards that. And what made it more real was when the uk voted to leave the eu because the eu was a sign of a globalized economy like we together and it was a good thing that has really helped all the nations but then when the eu or when the uk wanted to leave the eu it became well whoa, what's going on like everybody is trying to protect his nation or, or in, in, in a certain sense yes yeah, so that's that's a more nationalist approach that's in Little by little, we can see that countries are now being more concerned about their citizens and how inside their country should be, not just how their image on the world should look like, but then the, the citizens, the real people inside the country should be happy and should, be, should love and, and be devoted to their country. So on, on, in that way, we should see how it has become very important for us Ghanaians to also begin to be more devoted to our nation, especially in this year of return, that we are going to get a lot of people. I, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will be coming to Ghana for the first time. I've always been in America, just black Americans, but then you identify as Ghanaians, you're coming down, you're coming to be with us. It's a time of you also see that this is where you belong, that this is the country you are born. And even if you are not here, we are not born here, but this is the country you belong. So that we can drive that into a very good economic nation. Because there's a clear correlation to that. Anyway, there's a clear correlation to that. So we'll come back to it a bit later in the show. But this year of return phenomenon is just, is just because of the big topic of slavery. Slavery is a very sad, a very unfortunate thing that should have never happened. But then, let's just look at it from another angle. I want us to look at it from this economic angle that we could see that what did we do wrong? What, what, what are the steps that we're taking that shouldn't be repeated so that we can, we can grow and we can learn from that time and that era? Even though, like I'll, I'll say it again, that was a very bad thing that happened. But we can also learn from it so that we don't repeat the same mistakes. Yes, yeah, so from a very economic point of view, slaves, slaves... The, the, a slave was averagely sold in the, in the 19th century for $1,500. Adjust that for inflation, and you get about $40,000 in today's money. And they were paid an average of $350 a year. Adjust that for inflation, and you have 
about $9,300. That's a lot of money now because it's fairly in Ghana. Because even in Ghana, a national service person earns how much? 550 CDs, which is just up to about $1,200 a year. Anyway, but then slavery caused an increase in the profit margins of the plantations. That is why it went on for so long because it gradually grew from 6% profits to 20% profit. All this data from the Encyclopedia of History from the Oxford University. All these economic reasons made slavery continue for a very long time. That's what I'm trying to say. That it, it, it made slavery sound like a good idea, even though it was a very bad thing. So it's really, there's also a very economic point in this thing. There's a very economic point. And so let's come back to now. We should understand that it's really about economics. It's always, it's always really about money that everything happens. It's really about money. So when our country, we, are, we have seen that our country is so dependent, our country is so reliant on people, and there is no, there is no way or there is no, there is no plan for us to be independent truly, we are still under a certain level of slavery. We are still at a certain level of economic oppression from somebody or from the West. So let me say, you see, right now we can even say the East. Hmm. Dr. Thomas Sowell said something in his book, Race and Economics. He said that we need to understand the economic impact that slavery is having, even now, even now in 2019, that slavery is still present in what we do. It's still present in everything. It's still present in a lot of the deals, still present in a lot of the things that the government is signing, a lot of the bonds, a lot of the loans from IMF, and all these things. He said that scholar said something. He said that the exceptionally strong and widespread cultural attributes and social norms of society do heavily influence the economic growth of a country. So this comes to it, the culture thing that we are talking about this season, that the culture and the way we view certain things is also a very key factor in our economic growth. Very, very important. So as so we need to add patriotism, like because that thing is very, very low, but we, but we need to find a way to add patriotism to our culture so that it can help us to grow. One of, one of the saddest things I see these days, sad to me, I, mean, I think it's sad, but... I don't know, but one of the things, I look at it, it's, I'm very indifferent. When people post pictures, post their passports, that they have whatever passport, Canadian passport, and they, say, and they post and they thank God, oh, thank God for, <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, yo, like, well, it's, it's, you're happy for you, but yo, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so back to what I was saying. So we, we need to understand that, hey, please, I'm not against, please, you can, get, you can get your citizenship, please. It's good. It's good to have, to be a citizen of America. It's a better place, a better economy. So it's good. I had a friend, in my first video, I took a lot of heat from a couple of my friends who were outside. They were like, hey, why, you don't want us to travel? And I said, like, no, you can travel. Look, travel. We need to learn. We need to cross cultures. We need to learn. We need to get a lot of information. That is what traveling is for. Actually, it's not for whatever, but it's for us to learn from other things and come and apply here. So there's nothing wrong with traveling. You can travel, but when you go, remember that this is where you belong. Remember to bring something, bring technology, bring information. Come and educate us. Come and help us to be able to build our nation. That's the essence of it. That is the reason why you are given a visa. 
It's not so that you come and look at Empire State Building and take pictures. No. <laughs> but it's also for you to see something. Because a lot of people say that. Why do our politicians, when they travel, because they have, a lot of these our politicians have been to top universities outside the country. What is that when they get here and it's like they forget? They forget that. Because that's why you went to school here. You went to school here so that when you calm down, you can come and help us to solve our problems and look at our system and then find solutions for us. So that's the essence of it. So I'm not against you traveling. I'm not against you getting your visa. But let's, let's, let's come back. Let's, let's see what we are doing. This year of return. Let our minds return. It shouldn't just be about the parties and Afro, Afro, whatever. But it should, it should be also about the mindset that let's return to us. Because look, if the world is moving towards nationalism, which is dangerous. Nationalism has a negative connotation, you see, because history has, has shown us that nationalism was one of the major causes or one of the main causes of World War II because Adolf Hitler believed that his, the German race or the Aryan race were above every other race because that's what nationalism is. Nationalism is the love and devotion of one's country above all else. Above every other country, that was the problem. That was what caused World War II because somebody believed that his country is above every other country, so he wanted to conquer Lebensbraun, he wanted to conquer the other places so that the, the, the German people could feed themselves, which was very, very, which caused a lot of problems. A lot of things happened, so that's why the world doesn't want that. But gradually, we are moving towards it because of what is going on. I think. So I think that it's also a time for us as Ghanaians to also look at our country and say, look, can we do something? Recently there was this hike in internet data costs and it became a thing on Twitter. A lot of people were talking and here and there and a lot of, hey, 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 save our data and data costs and things. But then I was talking to somebody, I was like, look, 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 look. Me, I'm actually very sad about the whole thing because nobody is mentioning the real problem. Now, the real problem is that we can we, we cannot or we are not able to or we are always dependent on somebody else for internet. You see, we are not thinking there is no future plan, like there's no 10 year or 50 year because we cannot be here and be thinking that. Uh, we, we, we are going to be reliant on somebody for internet for the next hundred years. Oh, that's sad. Go even look at the world. Like we are moving. We are moving. And so that means, are you saying that in the next hundred years you'll still be dependent on somebody for GPS, for internet, for everything? But everything, somebody has to do it for you. And there is no government program. There is nothing. There is nothing that somebody is doing that, okay, in the next 20 years, Ghana will launch our first satellite to space and we'll use that to do our own GPS. Like, there's no program like that. That is actually what we should be campaigning against. That in the next 20 years, there's no plan. So if right now it's even expensive, then imagine, because it's like, so it's, we are always going to be dependent. We are always going to be slaves to somebody because of it. Because you need the internet. Without internet, no YouTube, nothing. So looking at all these things, we should see that the world is becoming more and more nationalists because the uk very surprising they're leaving the eu but johnson has won with a very big margin very big in a very very long time 81 seats in parliament so now they can drive all their policies through and it's going to spark something in the eu people are predicting next three four four years that other countries will start leaving so it's a wake-up call for us that look it's time it's time to 
love our country. It's time to see that, okay, it's time to build our nation. So the World Bank released an indicator, a world development indicator for the top 55 countries and compared it to the love or the patriotism of its citizens. And they saw a positive correlation that, look, the more citizens love and are devoted to their country, the more prosperous they are. And, that's, and, and, and it's, it's so true because if, because if I have money and I want to invest it in, you see, that's when it comes to that politics. That's maybe in Ghana, when you invest your money, you lose the money and all that. Look, on this show, I want to empower you as an entrepreneur, whoever you are, that look, don't look at that. When you are looking at the system, 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 you, you won't do anything. And the system is us. You see, don't think that the system is President Anadu. No, the system is you. You have to say that, okay, I will do this. <laughs> Look, in America, the, the, I, I will keep saying, the mindset is that let's dream. So somebody does electricity. Somebody does light bulb. Somebody does this. So, and that is what constitutes the economy that has become big right now. Somebody, it's, it's a group effort. It's a group effort of individuals who decided to change the country by solving individual problems, little by little, little by little. So if we all decide that, look, there are little problems, somebody will handle energy, somebody will handle this part, somebody will handle healthcare, and bring out innovative ideas that can solve it, then, then we are changing our country, then we are taking up the burden of the nation, and then changing it. That is what we should, I always want to talk about. That the personal responsibility angle is what changes a nation. So same here. So the world, so that research from 2010 to 2014 saw a rise, like countries, top 55 countries, that was linked a positive correlation between patriotism and economic growth. Claire, Dangote always says something, that he loves Nigeria. He always says this, and he loves Nigeria because if sometimes he feels that some of the businesses that he's doing, like, it's so much risk. Recently, he was, he was talking about his new, new plan, and then he had to spend $450 million just to fill the the land the land they gave him to build a factory was waterlogged it was a lot of muddy water and he had to go and do sun lifting to come and fill the place and he spent 450 million dollars to do that can you imagine if it was you just say ah this land i can't use it look let me just but he when you when you listen to you say oh because i love nigeria he says i love my country you see so if we have entrepreneurs more entrepreneurs to do that to take on their problems like Something as complex as the land that you, but you want to solve it. You spend a lot of money, no matter how much money you spend it, just to solve it because you love your country. So patriotism is very key. Yeah, so there's this Ghanaian professor who was teaching in a very big school in the US. And then he, he felt that, okay, he was done. He felt that, okay, I've made so much money, so I'm coming down to come and help. Yeah, it's true. We need you guys to come. Came down. Then he came down, he said, he started some businesses. And then, no, he saw that, look, this system will kill him. So he went back. So when he went back, he was, he was talking to his students. And I spoke, I spoke to one of his students. And he was telling me that what he said, what the main thing he said was, what your country needs right now is your energy as a young person. It's your energy. You see, because the moment you grow, some 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 older people watch my shows. And look, they, they are thinking about school fees. Right? Like their problems are different. So these guys, yeah, they, are, they are different people. But it's like, when you are younger, you can believe it. You can believe in these things. You can believe in change. You can believe in picking up a responsibility. So I don't want us to pass by this stage. It's a very important stage in our lives. Pass by this stage without doing that. You see, it will put another generation in trouble. You see, there's this funny wave of betting in our generation. I didn't 
want to talk too much about it because of whatever. A lot of because what are what are the options? There are really no options for the young people. But it's not an excuse. Look, let's let's find a way. Let's let's fight. Let's let's be strong. Let's find a way to get there. You see, hmm. Because you cannot come and tell me that you'll be rich out of bed. No, 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 no. It's a very funny look. When I read the book, The Economics of Gambling, in the book they explained what what gambling is, like the value proposition of a gambling company. What they give to you is what they are offering is a chance to be a millionaire overnight. That's the product they are selling to you. So they are just giving you a chance. They just give you something, an odd that's, hey, look at this big money. I can be a millionaire overnight. And that's it. Then you also buy it. No, 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 no. no. Nobody's a millionaire overnight. It's, no, it's not anywhere. And even data has shown that all those people who want jackpots and who were given a lot of money at a point, 10 years down the line, a lot of the money vanishes. Some of them had to, to now there are a lot of trust funds. Some of them, and you win, the lawyers coming, advisors coming, come and advise you because it's even too, it's, it's not, that's not how money is made. So this generation, let's, let's begin, let's begin, please, let's try. Look, our children, the next generation is looking up to us. We, the country is in a mess right now because of the older people, what they have done and their mistakes. That's why we are here. So doing something in local government, and, lo- and government is everybody, so you cannot say that it's... Like, look, I have to be an assemblyman. No, 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 no. Just in your small world, in your small community, do your best. You see, another thing is also to be very objective about the issues. You see, in our country, it's a two-party system. So it's either here or there. And opposition is just opposing, and then incumbent is just free. I, I don't know, I don't know. It's, and it's a very bad thing that has entered us because we we are not objective anymore. We just give arguments, somebody is arguing about this, another person is arguing about that. I mean, no, 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 let's try and be objective. Let's try and say, look, this policy is not going to help us. Not about what this person is saying or some campaign promise, no. It's about, is it, is it practical? Is it something that will help us? Is he, and let, then let's also help, let's, so that's also very important. Let's display our pride. Look, that's what I want. We really do as Ghanaians. We really, wherever we go, we display our pride. We wear what we wear. All those things stir up patriotism. And it's a very good economic factor that helps us. So thank you for watching the show. Please like and leave your comments in the comment section. Do want to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified. Kindly visit our website, www.letsyoulive.com and our shop on Jumia and buy a present for somebody this festive season. It's always good to be with you again. I thank my team the research and the production team at Beach Republic Studios for putting this episode together. Watch out for the next one. Merry Christmas.